Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back, Wednesday Wobblies. Another episode. Let's get stuck into her. I'm Tommy, sitting here with Cam. And like you said, this is the Wednesday Wobblies where we hear from all you fucking legends because we're here to give the everyday battler a voice and everyday battlers are ringing in who are like us and uh, sharing their laughs or fuck-ups and shit like that. And uh, this is what this episode's about, pretty much getting you guys involved with us and it's all just a big fucking laugh and... uh, cry sometimes and whatever we whatever we want to do. So if you want to get involved with it, give the carry-on number a call on 0731023932. Oh, he's memorised um, it. That's it. Mate, I got, I, that got raped into me for fucking a year before Quinn started. So, <laughs> And if you want to find it, it's on the Instagram bio. That's right, Instagram bio, so go check it out. But um, if you think you got something good to offer, give it a ring. But it's got to be fucking good because we're getting – Fucking peppered with calls. So, you know, make it good. Only the best make it. But uh, without further ado, let's crack a better beer. Mm. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Get into these. Ah, the amount of people that have been smacking these is crazy too. So good on you for getting getting behind people who support us. Um, right, oh, brought to you today by... The Wednesday Wobbly sponsor, the big man himself, Country Trucker Caps. So head to thecountrycompanies.com for all of the awesome designs ready to rumble that he's got. And if you want to design your own hat for a fucking party, for your for your work or anything like that, head to countrytruckercaps.com. 
So, because a few people have asked, we didn't really say early on in the piece where to go to find the ones that were already made. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah that's still a, heap on his website. That's as well. right. So that's the countrycompanies.com is his website to find like all of his hats that you know we've worn and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and tell him Alpha Bloke sent you too. And uh, but yeah, so to go on with fucking knuckles and CTC this week, like we want to keep doing now, we've got a, a proper true yarn from the man himself. The proper to, true yarn to kick things off this week. Bloody uh, Zadalby on the weekend and piss funny. This old fella's there and there's this real good-looking barmaid. Anyway, so he walks up and says to her, um, hey, I betcha I can bite my right eye. She said, no, you can't. He said, I betcha. I betcha $20 I can bite my right eye. She goes, right then. So he pops out his fake eye, this bastard, and he bites it. And she goes, oh, fuck, righto, you got me. You've got me. Okay, so he gives the twenty. She gets a twenty. Then he goes, "Well, I bet you I can bite me fucking left eye as well, darling." She goes, "No, you can't. No, no." He goes, "How much? How much?" She goes, "Well, let's go fifty this time." I bet you. She goes, "Right, eh? Fifty dollars, jobs on." Bang! So he pops out his false teeth, and he bites his left eye. She goes, oh, "Fuck me, daddy's got me again." Anyway, she hands him the fifty. He says, right, Odell, okay. He said, I bet you another 50. He said, I can sleep with you. He said, I can have sex with you. He said, and you won't even feel it. You will not feel a thing. She goes, how much? He said, 100. 100 bucks, you won't feel a thing. And his bartender goes, oh, yeah, right, Okay, you're on. Okay, 100 bucks, too easy. So we're there watching. He takes her at the back. And he's going to bend her over a keg at the back and he's just into her. Poof. And she goes, I can feel it, I can feel it. And he said, Ah, oh, well, win some and lose some. <laughs> right, boys. In you, hanging out of you. <laughs> <laughs> the old proper tree yarn. I think we had, um, I think a similar start to that joke I've heard before. It yeah. was a different ending. Yeah. But yeah. Well, that's a proper tree yarn from, uh, from Knuckles. So. <laughs> Good on you, brother. Unreal. Well, that kicks us off. Let's fucking rip into these wobblies. Let's have it. Into what? Tommy, Cam, Big Ben, six less than ten here. <laughs> Listen to you guys, episode number 86, as I'm doing my drive up to pick up my pup here out in Canada. Got uh, got five hours to go, Vancouver to Vernon. Anyways, boys, listen, uh, listen to this episode. You guys are talking about um, jobs to tell people when you're on the piss. What about uh, how you describe your job to sound different? When you're on the piss or tell people. I had a I had a dishwasher. I'm a chef. I had this dishwasher. He used to tell girls he was an underwater steel and ceramics specialist. <laughs> Anyways, boys, stand yourselves. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Perfect one. We're talking about Bernie. Rest in peace, legend. He used to him and fucking old termite and slippery they were, the boys. Yep. The grazing team. The grazers. And um they used to tell people they were lubrication technicians. We just say, fuck off, mate, you're a greaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a good one, eh? That's probably the only one that comes to mind. Me too. That's the only one. But that's perfect. Like, that's exact. As soon as he said that, I'm like, yeah, that's the greasers. You know? Yeah. Lubrication technician, mate. <laughs> yeah, if you got any more, let us know. Moving on. Tommy Gunn, Cambodia, two can here. Look, uh, I'm just listening to the most recent Wobblies and I've, I've put it all together. I've put it all together. Put the little pieces together. So old mate rung up and he reckons that uh, 
Randy Footlong and Knuckles from CTC are the same bloke, right? And I've been thinking the same thing for a little while now, but I reckon there's a little bit of a twisted technicality going on here. I reckon the situation is the way that you saw them both in the same hotel and had a crumb steak with them both is because Mr. Footlong is Knuckles' drunk alter ego. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking mic drop. (laughs) I mean, I've got to to put it out there. I'm probably another fucking person when I'm on the piss, and I reckon a few lads out there have probably got the same drama. And I reckon, I reckon this is this is the twist to it. So I don't know. You probably won't play it if I'm right. Will you? <laughs> Anyways, have a fucking ripper, boys. Chat here. On you, mate. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's crazy how similar they are in sound and in in even look like. Like they, I'm pretty sure Rude is both of their fathers. Yeah. When Rodney Rude was in town, he jumped the fence to both both things. But the boys are mates. They grew up together. So yeah, that's wild though. You know, everyone's speculating on it. Like I said, we've had a crumb steak with them in the same room, so. Yeah, the old ego, that's a big thing as well. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right, but. Do you hey, have an old, I don't think you have an old ego on the piss. I don't know what it's called. It probably come out Saturday night at some point. That's yeah. probably when I'm I think everyone out. does. They'd have to. <coughs> when you're at the blackout point, mate, you're not really yourself, are you? Or are you, you reckon? I don't know. Well, you're pretty truthful when you get to that stage. Mm. Well, I could never remember it to tell you. So, yeah. <laughs> mm. Anyway, shout out to Randy, Tommy, Cam. I was just thinking, Chuck, Nor- Chuck Norris doesn't travel the world. The world travels to him. <laughs> anyway, boys, stay out of yourself. <laughs> Beauty, little fucking <coughs> Chuck Norris chat. So yeah, been a while. Been yeah. a while. Yes, been a while. Tommy, Cam, how the fuck are you? Got a bit of a yarn for you. But buddy, went into this new pub around the corner from home the other day. This fucking new new meat and beer joint. And uh, as you walk in the front door, there's a fucking big slab of meat fucking hanging from the ceiling. We got out the bar and he's like, "Here you go, mate." I said, "Yeah, not too bad." Give myself a point. What's going on the meat? And he goes, well, if you can jump up and slap that bit of meat, he goes, everyone in the fucking bar, they get a free beer. And you, you get to take the slab of meat home. I was like, oh, yeah, fucking not bad. So I sat down and started drinking my beer. I said, uh, what happens if I don't eat it? He goes, well, you have to buy everyone else in the pub a beer and you don't get the meat. He goes, Ugh. So I sat down, I was like, fucking had a bit of a thing about it. He comes up to me and goes, what do you reckon, mate? You're going to give it a go? I said, mate, I've had a think about it. But the stakes are too high. Enjoy, lad. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. See you later. I didn't know where that was going. Oh, that's, that's great. That's good. That was good. That Fuck creased it. me. Yeah, that was. <laughs> my type of like, yeah. that got me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your humour, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that was fucking good, man. That was just one of those ones that's just well played, you know, like yep. the fucking, it's clean. Good tone through the whole lot. That's right. It's clean as well. Like, as in, that can be played anyway. Yep. Which is a rarity here. But, um, yeah. That is. That's a good dad joke. Mm. Mm. It's like on the verge of dad, but it's there's a good dad. build up. Yeah. Like stepdad <laughs> joke. A bit dodgy, but <laughs> you still. It's an uncle joke. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> uh, good stuff. 
How you Rainbow Kisses? I just listened to the uh, Wednesday Wobbly with the Tasmanian and the uh, New South Welshman. Remind me of a Tasmanian joke. How do you circumcise a Tas Legion? Kick his sister in the jaw. <laughs> Stay out of each other, fellas. That's an old goodie, that one, eh? Yeah. That one's, every time a Tasmanian pops up, I think they cop that. Most of the sisters, sisters work in a circumcised joint. Yeah, they sure. Do wonder if they tell that joke to each other down there? Like, imagine if we moved down to Tasmania, we'd just be spraying everyone with the same shit. Oh, yeah. They'd be going. The ones that are, yeah, yeah. The one, the one that isn't circumcised doesn't have a sister. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or a brother. Right. Hey, boys. The cockout cowboy here from WA. I uh, spun a yarn before, but uh, I was in a bit of a rush, and I don't think I did too good, so I thought I'd give it a shot uh, again. So I was listening to episode 85 about your Wednesday wobblies, and uh, dick injuries came up. And uh, I was at a – it wasn't Bindoon. It was at a, a Magumba at a bull ride there. And uh, I look at this fucking bull as I fucking slide down. I look at this cunt. I'm like, I'm going to fucking ride you like a four on a Saturday night, mate. And I fucking got down on him. Pulled me rope nice and tight and fucking held on. I was like, here we go, shoot open and we are fucking on. Cunt fucking bucked and first buck I fucking went over his horns, ass over tit, landed on me back. And his fucking thing rears up, fucking back legs flying, comes straight back down, right on me fucking dick. Tears me fucking pants open like you wouldn't believe. I got a photo and a video of it as well. The photos of me dick wrapped in a fucking bandage because it was bleeding like a motherfucker. Fucking got back up, and as I went to go run away, I'm running away, and the whole crowd's looking at me like, ooh. I look down, fucking bit breezy down there, and turns out me fucking dick swinging in the wind like a fucking flag. Oh. And, uh, yeah, after that, nickname didn't fucking stick too well, but everyone started calling me the cock-out cowboy after that, and <laughs> still got a hoof print on me dick. So, yeah, enjoy that, boys. Oh, wow. Well, he's definitely a show, not a growl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which... Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't have enough there when I'm... Yeah, when he said he's bandaged his dick up, I'm going, fucking hell. Yeah, I've always been talking Band-Aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That would have fucking hurt, man. Wouldn't it? They're a big animal, man. Fuck. Yeah, there's a bit of downward force there. Fucking oath. Man, some of the injuries those blokes get is fucking insane, eh? Like... That is one sport you cannot have a long career in. Nah. No, that's right. And you got to be a mad cunt to do it, like loose. Yeah. Like the fucking, some of the injuries that make me cringe there are the ones, the blokes who don't wear the fucking helmets and they get sucked back and then pulled in in, and they headbutt the bull's head and it just splits their face. Yeah. Like splits them in fucking half, like get bits hanging off their fucking head and shit. Just insane. Like Taron, man. Got him on, he had two face. Yeah. Yeah, hats off to him, bro. Because they're fucking, uh, they're tough cunts. Hopefully we don't see any of those sort of injuries now. Boys, Randy Footlong here, the largest nail in our dale, calling up for the carrier of the week. Hey, Tommy, you remember me, uh, ex-missus, the one with the cross eyes? Yeah, remember remember her while we broke up? We just couldn't fucking see eye to eye on things, eh? (laughs) And uh, actually, to tell you the truth... I think she was seeing someone on the side. <laughs> anyway, you stick out of yourselves, cunt. Uh, 
I dare say she would have been, mate. Yeah, fucking no. She was Randy. You're on to her. Nothing gets past you, brother. Fuck, <laughs> 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 uh, he's good, that cunt. Boys, I don't know what the fuck if this is a carry on or not. I've just picked uh, Old Love up. We go for a little bit of a fucking drive. Have a run. Do the old uh, Ronnie Coos. Anyway, all's well. Have a good yarn. Good chick. Anyway. Get there. Chatting to her, chatting to her, chatting to her. Yeah, yeah, bye. Kiss for uh, all the rest, as you do. Oh. Where the fuck's my water bottle gone? Mind you, she's the fucking primo Yeti. And, uh, yeah, she's fucking taxed me water bottle. <laughs> Get it when you come back, she says. <laughs> Is that a fucking carry-on or what? <laughs> oh, well, fuck it. Can't wait to buy another one and get it lost again. Woo! Surely you'd... Uh... Well, he's obviously <laughs> performed, mate, so you just go back and get it. That's right, unless she didn't. That's well, right, yeah, was that yeah, bad. Yeah, he should have just said, oh, Should have yeah. clarified, oh, she was no good, so oh, I'm... I'm sacrificing right. a fucking $100 um, Yeti water bottle. But reading between the lines, she mustn't be that great if nah, he's going to buy another that, Yeti That was water his bottle. little thing. That's we... right. Yeah. Yeah, so I've picked, I've picked that up, brother, but... um. I don't know. That's that's pretty fucking wild. But in saying that, if she's going to that length to steal a water bottle to make you come back, what's she going to do next time? She'll probably lock you in and just cop a load. No, I'm on the pill. Yeah, yeah. Steal your car. <laughs> that's right. It's a big loss, but yeah. G'day, lads. It's a trip from Melbourne here. I've just had the absolute pleasure of becoming a father for the first time, and uh, I feel so wholesome right now. I just wanted to ring up and give a shout out to all the dads, all the dads that are doing it tough, all the dads that are fighting to uh, to be there for the children, and even the deadbeat dads. It's never too late to turn your life around. Um, yeah, just keep fighting, boys. If you're if if your kids are what keeps you motivated, get around them as much as you can. If you if you're fighting for custody or anything like that, don't give up. It's obviously so worth it. But yeah, I just wanted to get on here and recognise that. Uh, you know, n- not all all fathers are deadbeats, and even if you you are, it's not too late to turn it around. You can you can become a better man and be there for your children. So, yeah, love the podcast, guys. Get up yourselves and uh, yeah, take it easy. Fucking all right, I got goosebumps then when he was saying about being a first dad and fucking how how good it's making him feel. Like I think coming into puts it into perspective, like that feeling. When you see what you've created, like obviously your missus does the hard yards, but just the the overwhelming happiness and love that you feel is no drug that I've ever done or anyone's ever done can match that in my opinion. That yeah. euphoria and just like fucking that feeling is just crazy. And I suppose just knowing what he's felt and, you know, these twins are due at the end of February or whatever and just knowing I get to experience that again – that's going to be crazy as well, having two. Like, going, what the fuck? Yeah. It's going to be loose, but I think that's such a special message, man, and he's right. Like, It even- definitely it definitely changed um, something in you when you have you brought another child into the world. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> but I think that's a great message to dads and that out there. Like, shout out to you, and like he said, if you have feel like you're stuffed up, it's not too late to try and be a part of your kid's life, eh? Because, like, it's just unreal having that to to live through sort of thing and um and be there for people like that and just, yeah, 
Yeah, Enjoy it, brother. Yeah, that's right. Fucking oath. Hey, boys, I just got a quick thing. Fucking people that sit there and excessively eat with their fucking mouth open. <laughs> like, is that not a fucking carry-on or what? Like, dead fucking set. Just looking like an old fucking cow sitting out in the paddock. But uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, so, um, I've got a little joke for you. I mean, it's mainly for the bike down in Tassie. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> What's worse than fingering your sister? I'll let you know. <laughs> fingering your sister and pulling out your dad's wedding ring. All right, boys, have a good one. Stay out of yourself. <laughs> What's he doing using that finger? Oh, I suppose. No, that's a play on. All good. <laughs> Hell, Tazzy's a cook. They're copping it. Yeah, Tazzy's just getting a pasting. What other countries bag out like their other states? Like, I'm do sure. I? Do, does it, America pay out Hawaii? I'm pretty sure Alabama is a big one for incest as well. Is it on the same main, mainland? Mm, yeah, anything down south. Yeah, the south. Yeah, like the that fucking where that old mates from from the um, swap hunters. Like shoot them, shoot them. Like surely yeah. they cop a bit of like Forrest Gump sort of shit. Green Bowl, Alabama. Ours is just funny because it's like right down the bottom of Australia, Florida. Florida. However, according to reports, Florida has the highest incest rate in the country. Can we actually look up highest incest rate for Australia and see what the facts What's are? What's that say highest rate in the state of Alaska? The second highest rate is oh, in the state uh, of Alaska. Alaska, yeah, yeah, no wonder. Highest rate of incest in yeah, Australia. But Here, I we can, I can, Here we go. <laughs> I can understand Alaska because you've got snowstorms and shit. Traditionally, <laughs> Tasmania. <laughs> Traditionally. <laughs> Yeah, well, they are stuck on that little continent. Am I bad? Is it bad on saying continent? That little no, island? we are. Australia is a continent. Is Tasmania? Australia. <laughs> Where does it say? Does it say anything about? No, just the. Right. Let's just stick with Tasmania anyway. Well, it does say traditionally Tasmanian. Yeah, Why so... are Tasmanians weird? People also say. <laughs> 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 there you uh, go. Yeah. Alaska go. and Florida. Yeah. That's just surprising. wonder why they've got oh, stats on incest and we don't. What the fuck are they doing here? Get your stats together, you cunts. Mm. Oh. There you go. Well, actually, what was the fucking... What was the start of that? Oh, the chilling with the mouth open. You should have seen... With that um, 12-hour drive, I was, I was fucking eating something. And I, like... At the end of it, I, like, licked my lips a couple of times. And she's... And, me wife, well, this is after like eight hours where you know tensions, are, tensions are up. She's like, Oh, you're the most disgusting eater. And I went, Oh, so I'm fucking sorry. I'm like, Since when? Since when? Oh, you just always have been. I'm like, Come on. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm, not. Nerves I'm like, yet. Yeah, I'm like, What? All of a sudden, I'm just the most disgusting eater. Never heard it in their whole fucking married life, life before that. I'm just all of a sudden disgusting. And I think we're all good after that. We sort of come to terms with like, sorry, I'm a bit tired and stuff. And I'm just like, she's wild, bruh. Take it on the chin, it's mate. It's a wild game. And keep that chin under control. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fucking just out of nowhere, but, you know, like, bruh. I don't Cameron, boys, Marshy the Moon again, Muppet here again. <laughs> Hey, fellas, oh, I've got another fucking carry-on. And uh, some of you cunts might not agree, but 
fucking birthdays, anniversaries, like dates to remember. Well, I'm fucking hopeless with that shit. Or trying to remember fucking anything important, or my missus' birthday. Fucking, I even struggle with my own kids' birthdays and shit like that. Fucking, I don't know what it is. Like, it took me five years to learn my missus' birthday for a start. But fucking, I fuck it up every time. And uh, I don't know if we're meant to remember that shit or not, but fucking, this cowboy's flat out remembering his own fucking pin number to his card. But fucking... Yeah, boy, that's, that's my fucking release for the day. Fucking dates to remember. So what if a cunt can't remember it? I'll write the fucker on my calendar if you just tell me. Or don't hold out and say, oh, just guess. You have to fucking guess. If you don't remember, fucking bullshit. Just tell me. Fuck ya. Anyway. Oh, another thing. How fucking good was Steve Irwin? Hey? Talking about fucking alpha. Mm. All right, Cox. Talk to you. See you, boys. Love yous. Do you know what I love the most about Steve Irwin? He fucking run his own race. Yes, he his, did. His own fucking race. It might not have been cool to be a wildlife warrior, but that was fucking him, and he loved it, and he didn't give a fuck. What and he was so fuck. passionate about it as well. And didn't give a fuck what anyone else thought, and that's what I love. Like, I think that's what I respect about that bloke so much. I'm going to see something yesterday, and he's like, I don't want all that gold-plated flash house or whatever. I just want the cleanest oceans, the like, oh, yeah, crystal just, clear. Just loved it, eh? Yeah. That was his. that was his thing. Yeah. Yeah, he no. said, remember him saying, like, wealth is nothing. I am here to preserve wildlife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been put on this yeah. earth. Yeah, that's right. I just can't believe you, we lost someone like that, mate. In the but, way that we did. It, yeah. Like, how many cunts have just would have swam over the top of a fucking stingray? Yeah. Or an whatever. Just crazy. I still remember exactly where I was when that happened. They take the best, mate. Yeah, fucking oath. But, um, yeah, that was fucking loose. What was the main part of that call? Dates. Oh, bro, that's why fucking tattoos were invented. <laughs> yeah, I need to get my parents' birthdays on that. Yeah, fucking oath. Get, literally, if you don't care what you look like, just get a tattoo of each kid, something to symbolise them with dates. What do you think blokes do? And then put something around the house of your anniversary. Like, how's, actually, this is a fucking I reckon stick to a calendar before you go tattooing yourself, but that's my opinion. Yeah, well, that's right. But... I reckon, nah. How's, it? how's this for a carry-on? I got a, a thing, right, for our first wedding anniversary. And um, it was like the night sky. Have you ever seen the night sky things? So it's like the 16th of November, which is our fucking wedding anniversary. Boom, cop that. Um, I think. And fucking, it's the night sky of Agnes Water where we got married that night. Yeah, nice. And yeah. like, I've done the big romantic, like, on this day... I married my best friend, and there's the date there, and I'm like, boom, put that up in the house. There's me, remember it, like walk past it, and yeah, there it is. Yeah, nice. Got it. I'm like, yeah, I'm happy with that, pumped with myself, showed a few people. They're like, yeah, yeah, sweet, give it to her. She was awesome, didn't say anything the whole time. About a year later, she goes, did you ever notice anything about, like this, it's hanging in the house. She goes, did you ever notice anything about that? And I'm like, no, what about it? She goes, read it. I read it, still didn't notice anything. She goes, can't you see anything? I was like, nah, I misspelled this. It says, <laughs> it says on this day, it has no I. This. It says on THS day, I married my best friend. I said, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> I I thought you might have got the wrong date. Nah, nah, I fucking got it, looked over it. Surely those cunts think he meant this. <laughs> nah, we'll get in with a this 
and fucking showed about three people before it when I was getting it wrapped, and they're like, oh, yes, that's amazing. She'll love it. Don't worry about the misspelling, you cunts. Like, <laughs> like it's a thought that counts, but she left it for like a year, and she's like, yeah, did you? And I'm just going, now I look at it and go, you dumb cunt. <laughs> it's fucking funny, but... I recommend doing something like that, like getting something with the date on it that's in plain view that's nice that you can hang somewhere and you can see. Like you walk past and you might be like a few days out and you go, oh, fuck, you know. But I'm about the old tattoos. Like they're pretty easy to spark the memory. Mm. Yeah. What have you got, calendar? How do you remember? Are you just a good count? <laughs> no, I, I struggle a little bit. But um, oh, you just look about everyday life. You don't even have to worry about um, people's birthdays. Normally, they like bring that. it up on a monthly basis too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> birthdays next week. I hate that when they um, don't even bring it up. Like, oh yeah, I normally say to you, oh yeah, my birthday's coming up. Might fucking plan to do. Yeah, something. what are we doing for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just spark someone's memory. Or like, I don't. Um, or when when women go like, oh, I want this for my birthday or whatever. Like, you share the same bank account, right? And they're like, oh, I want this. And I'm like, well, fucking order it. And they're like, no, no, it's well, but it's not, um, you know, they like it if you go out and get it, like go out of your way to get it. And I'm thinking just shout out to online shopping. Fucking pay for it. Happy birthday. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't know. Yep. Or what's your thoughts on when you get something really good for you out of your bank? Yeah, like, I'd rather go get them yourself. <laughs> like I appreciate the thought. You do, but sometimes you're like, oh. I feel like you should go get something if it's um, a wedding ring, obviously. Mm. Well, I suppose if you've been talking about wanting something and then they go do it, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. You know? <coughs> but it's just funny, you know, how it's just like, no, I'd rather you go and get it, but it's out of the same thing. It's just the thought that counts. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, how we tick different, right? Yes. Mm. Shout out to him. This. Tommy. Cam. Hot dog here, longest hot dog since the fucking hot dog. <laughs> got a bit of a fucking carry on here. I just fucking got out of the shower. I'm still sitting in my fucking towel. I was using a fucking face washer in there and fucking I was washing myself with it. Got a lot of soap on there. And I thought to myself, if you're fucking using a face washer every day and Getting a lot of soap on it, washing yourself with it, making sure the fucking you're clean, the fucking face washer's clean. If you let the cunt dry out every day, do you need to put the cunt through the washing machine? Or is the cunt already clean? Are you just fucking wasting a bit of detergent? Oh, I think that's a bit of a carry-on. What do you think that's a play-on? Anyway, let me know what you cunts think. And fucking stay out of yourselves, you fucking sickos. Um, I've never put it through the wash personally. I don't know if you should. Maybe people are going, oh, that's gross. But what I take out to camp with me, I've got the old loofah for the old body and then I've got a hand glove thing. Show you know those yeah. hand gloves? So I can get right into me fucking around my nose. Get and the collar out of your yeah, pores. Yeah, out of the pores and shit, bro. But I just fucking use this thing and then rinse it out in the water after and I don't know. It's just more in summer now. If it starts drying up through the day and starts getting mould on it, you know, like being wet constantly, mm. that's the only time you'd do it, probably. Yeah, but well, I don't know. I don't think you. I don't think you would. We use those net ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I have one of those, the loofah. 
I have yeah, one of those. Is that what you call them, a loofah? Yeah, I have one of those for everywhere, like all over my body. Yeah, I don't think I've ever washed one of them. Nah. You just <laughs> throw them out and yeah. they look fucked or Get something. Get a bit tatty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, anyway. What's, oh, what you got there? Just trying to find anything on it, but everyone's just saying you shouldn't wash your face, which is just weird. <laughs> Why yeah, shouldn't you wash your face in the shower or fucking grow up? Still best to use warm water, not hot water. Using water that is too hot for the skin, oh, obviously, but. Yeah, right. And boil the kettle. <laughs> oh, speaking of, we've got no hot water. Oh, yeah. So we're running True. the old kettle in a bucket and there's like a hydro pump. And then you just got to like put cold water in the bucket to mix it to make it warm. And you oh, get like true. a three minute shower. Well, what's happening? Shower the hot we, water. Oh, we need like a whole new gas system. Oh. Yeah, it's busted. Oh. <laughs> Was that, that real estate's drama? Huh? Oh, like, no, Je- Jesse's. Oh, like, yep. yeah, yeah. His house, yeah. 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 So I think. They were just too flat out to come out, but they came out and they were just like, "Nah, she's rooted, mate." And we're like, oh. "Unreal." Have you got a um? Have you got a bath? Yes. Yeah. Fuck, I'd be doing that. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Eh? That's that's no good, mate. No. You don't realise how, like, you just take that shit for granted, eh? That's hot right. water, running water. <laughs> yeah, running water, hot water, aircon. All that shit that you just whinge or it's like the end of the world like that. Having no hot water, you'd be like, oh, what do we do? It's like how, how good's camping these days? Not even camping, it's just glamping. Yeah, that's right. 100%. Solar fridges and electric it. fridges, <laughs> dual batteries. People are running these air cons now. Fucking oath. Yeah, that's right. I saw a box air con in the end of someone's swag the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, port- those portable ones. Yeah. But, like, there was a kind of had one, like, out of a wall, like yeah, the big yeah. fucking tucker box guns, and it was just <laughs> in the end of his swag. That is prime. Just run to a PowerPoint fucking on a Jenny, just humming all night, just bawl. <laughs> he would have slept like a dream. Oh, oh yeah. Wouldn't he? Fucking oath. Moving on. Hey, legends, Levi here. I uh, just got a bit of a, uh, not so much a carry-on, it's just a bit of a, uh, you know, what job have you told people you do? Um, I was just watching your TikTok and, yeah, I seen Knuckles' TikTok the other day about it and I meant to write something down. But anyway, I, uh, a couple of years back, I uh, I was I told this Sheila, I had this Sheila convinced, I had a few Sheila convinced that I was a, uh, a Rushua from uh, Sydney and every morning I'd have to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and through the roads off the Sydney Harbour Bridge, and um, <laughs> I was a fifth generation Rushua, <laughs> and uh, fifth generation fucking hell, she, she had a, I had her convinced with all that. But anyway, um, that I was uh, yeah, I was a Rushua by day, uh, by in the morning, and 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 that I had to get the the roads off the bridge, Sydney Harbour Bridge, before uh, before bloody uh, peak hour traffic, see, and then what I do. If during the day, I'd, I'd duck over to the zoo at, uh, what zoo is that in Sydney there? Toronto Park Zoo or something like that, or whatever Toronto. it is. Some zoo down there. And I was a wombat washer. <laughs> I washed all the wombats because they'd get dirty and that when they're, um, you know, digging burrows and shit. So I was a wombat washer and a, and a uh, wombat washer and a roosewer from, uh, from way back. And then, uh, yeah, anyway, that was a bit of a, uh, Bit one for you lads, anyway. So love your work, keep it up, and uh, yeah, I'll catch up years later on. What a combo! I like the um, fifth generation. Yeah, that's in order a... to really get it over the line. Yeah, that's a great art, eh? 
that's a that's a great add in. I remember in Canada, man, when we were doing that sort of shit. Like they were fucking. I I remember I said to one on the piss, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty wild over there. Like you gotta you gotta make sure your screen doors shut, otherwise the kangaroos come in and eat your bread. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was fucking. It's pretty funny. That's good though. A eh? fifth generation. Yeah. He's a wombat washer. Wombat washer. <laughs> Beautiful. Dolphin polisher at SeaWorld. Yeah, that was another one I saw. Dolphin shaver. Have you ever seen a fucking hairy one? <laughs> hey, lads. I was just listening to the yarn about convincing people that you got a made-up job. And me and the boys used to always go out on the piss and convince people that we were bindi farmers from Biggerton and that we had a contract with the council so that we could throw them out all over the local parks. And one of the boys went so far as to convince a Tinder chick that him and his dad discovered a rare strain of Bindi that can even cure autism, and she ate up every bit of it. Anyway, that's my yarn. Cheers, lad. Oh, no. <laughs> Bindi farmer. That's fucking unreal. Curing autism one Bindi at a time. <laughs> Fuck me. That's fucking out there, isn't it? I like it. <laughs> me too. Wow. That's a couple of rippers that we haven't heard. Biggerton Bindi Farmer. Biggerton Bindi Farmer. Biggerton's a wild joint. There's fucking, there's been a few blokes that have come out of that woodworks. Mm. Lord Morton. Lorton Ferris. Lorton Ferris. Shout him. Biggerton Council. Shout out. <laughs> Set him on a bullet. They were fucking great western on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> See how he's going. Reach out, mate. Mm. Reach out. Have <laughs> Yeah, we might kiss our dads, but at least we don't lick our mums, do it holes. See you, bastards. <laughs> yeah, copy. Copy. <laughs> mm. <coughs> copy on the do it hole. Don't know which one I'd rather do. Mm. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck that. Moving on. <laughs> there was a big rich bloke up in the Northern Territory and he. Big multi-millionaire fella, and he threw this massive big fucking party. Anyway, everyone's turned up, like everyone. And he, he had something to do with the mines, even mine workers turned up. Anyway, this Irish concreter called Paddy fucking lobs, you know. And they're all drinking piss and fucking getting into it. And the bloke threw the party, comes out in the veranda, and he goes, right, oh, he goes, I want to fucking give a million dollars away, and I want cash. Everyone come out here and get around the pool. So everyone goes, yeah, gets around the pool. And he said, I'll give a million, a million dollars to the person that can kill this 16-foot salty that I've got in me fucking pool here. And before he could even finish saying anything, there's this massive fucking splash. And here's Paddy the Irishman. He's in there and he's punching the fuck out of this crocodile. <laughs> he's jabbing it, fucking drove his thumb into its eye and he's beating shit. The crocodile's biting him and they're fucking just going at it. The water's boiling. People are screaming. Paddy's just fucking doing what an Irish bloke does, just punching fuck out of this thing. Anyway, all of a sudden, they fucking both go under the water. There's some blood and shit. The crocodile comes up, belly up, dead. Like a fucking goldfish, just float to the top. Paddy fucking crawls out of the pool, looking around, a bit stunned. The bloke goes, oh, well, Paddy, looks like uh, you're a million bucks. He goes, I don't want your fucking money. He goes, mate, you, you won the bet. You've killed the croc. He goes, I don't want your fucking money. He goes, what about a car? I'll buy you a car. I'll give you a car. Mate, you need something. He goes, no, I don't want a fucking car. He goes, a Rolex? He said, I've got a Rolex, mate. I've got to give you something. You've just, you've just, you've won the bet, mate. You, you fucking killed the croc. He goes, no. He goes, just give me the name of the cunt that just fucking pushed me in. 
<laughs> That's awesome. It's a good lead up. Yeah, fucking oath. It's a great, uh, great joke teller. That was the big curb. I'm not mistaken. Well, well said, bro. Old Paddy good the clean, Irishman. good clean joke. That's right. Mad cunts. Finished listening to your last potty. Um, yeah, going back to your grade twelve pranks. Brought a gorilla suit for a costume party, so we decided to uh, take it down to the assembly that announced the school captains for the year after. Yeah, deputy principal used to be the uh, head of department for sports. Can't trust us down pretty well. Got told not to come back to school until exams. Anyway, have a good one, fellas. True, so he's rocked up to the assembly. I wonder if he, like, ran in or something. Yeah, beat the chest. Mm. Like, how he went about it. If he hit up on the stage and come out as the monkey or... Yeah, or he must he have carried on a bit. <laughs> Otherwise, like, surely he wouldn't kick him out. Nah. Like, he just nah. sat there. Yeah, he must have just come roaring out of the fucking um, the thing. Did you ever get involved with any sort of, like, school, school like, you know, the... Because oh, I remember we did this thing, bro, once, and um, it was like your house presentation, so you had to do like a skit or something like that in front of the whole school in year 12. Do you know, have you ever seen Bring It On where that sparky plowstery dude does the spirit fingers and he's like fucking moving forward? Oh, yeah. I did that in front of the whole school. <laughs> like proper, dressed in like black tights, a fucking thing, just upper. Yeah, I forgot nice. all about that. But yeah, I don't know if anyone's got any footage of it. It's like, prepare for total domination. Domination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spirit finger. Oh, there's probably a few stories coming. Uh, yeah. None really come to mind. Uh, the old uh, year 12 prank, there's got to be a few fucking out there that are wild. I can shout out to Wary. Um, mm. I think the whole school, but it was more to do with his older brother there. They um, they sang Wary's mum's got it going on. <laughs> Instead of Stacey's mum. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, no. And then um, they had to do a formal written letter to where his mum. <laughs> or something like that. But um, yeah, right. I think she knew it was a joke and yeah, laughing. It was only course. the boys that suffered from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, have you got any fucking good, um, any good pranks? Let us know. Tommy, Cam, got a bit of a year 12 muck up day yarn for you. Uh, there was... Four of us boys, we actually never quite made it to year 12, fucked off and got apprenticeships, you know. And uh, muck up day came, so we decided that we'd go to our mate's uh, folks farm that was just up the road from the school. And we grabbed 12 rand bales, a flatbed and a tractor, and we uh, blocked the only gate in and out of the school with 12 <laughs> round bales. And then we just took everything back to the farm, fucked off down the pub. About two hours later, the old man, that was the bloke, rang up. He goes, uh, why is the school ringing me saying that my tractor and truck has been seen out the front and you four fuckwits have put all the bales stacked up at the gate? you got half an hour to go get them, otherwise I'm going to be fucked off. <laughs> so we've nestled down to the uh, school and we tail between the legs and we had to uh, <laughs> grab all the bales, put them back on the truck, <laughs> fuck off back home and... Our mate's old boy was sitting there with a carton at the farm and he said, pretty fucking funny, fellas. I don't mind that one. <laughs> and we sat there and had a yard with him and got on the piss for the rest of the afternoon. Anyway, that's uh, my year 12 muck up day yard. Say Eddie, tell us, fellas. 
That's fucking good, mm. isn't it? That's a good ending. Yeah, that's funny that, eh? Because like, it's it's a it's a bit of a line with that one too. Is in like, don't graffiti the joint. Don't make it so you can't undo it. Like that's that's, right. that's the thing, isn't it? Like, as in, yeah, that's the main. It's like it's like the it's like the fucking with a bloke when he's passed out thing. You you do it, but you don't do it to the point where it can't be undone. Yeah. Like they could go and remove the hay bales. Yeah, everyone couldn't get in. Ha ha ha. Yeah, sort of thing. Or you know. Poison the cock on the lawn. It'll grow back eventually. Fucking, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. Hey, you pair of fucking mum fingerers. <laughs> Big Brendo here from North Mexico. I'm that close to the fucking border. I don't know. I, I hugged me dad and sniffed me mum. <laughs> don't know which side I'm on. <laughs> Couple of things for you. Couple of things. Now... Got a feeling it could be a little bit beta. You see, I had one of the moments where, you know, you had to take a shit, piss sort of scenario. Oh, fuck. So I totted off to the shit house and go in, sit down and, you know, just let the, the thing flow and see what happened. You know, I did a pee and, oh, fuck, how good's that? But then it was a phantom shit. I didn't have to shit. I've just sat down to piss. <laughs> like, I think that's a carry-on. I'm a bit of, like, I'm going to have to redeem myself somehow. <laughs> I'm a bit of all sorts over it. I've sat down to pee. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, carry-on. Another bit of a yarn for you. Me, a couple of guys, we went, um, we do a bit of venture riding, biking and that. We went, um... We camped over one night, and it was myself, Jonas, and Kondo. <laughs> anyway, on, on you know, all the above, and Kondo's off his fucking chops, fucked up. Oh, he goes, cunts, I've got to go take a shit. He's fucking staggering in the bushes. I tap Jonas, and <laughs> come here, we've walked around the long way, and we've followed him in, we've walked him behind him, he's tucked down, dropped the ducks. Anyway, we've got this extended shovel. He's backing it out, trying not to dry heat. He's backed this shit out on top of the shovel. I've pulled it away. And we've sat there watching, trying not to giggle. And he's white. He stood up and turned around and looked. And he's looking. He's scratching his head. He's looking. <laughs> looks around, looks to the ground, looks down. Anyway, he gets the bearing, <laughs> he stands up, sits back. We've fucking done the run. I've gone back right in. <laughs> Sitting around the fire, and it would have been about 20 minutes to go by. And he goes, I'm sure I took a shit, eh? I'm sure I took a shit. The poor cunt was. We'd have had the heart to tell the poor bath. He thinks he's phantom shut as well. Oh. Anyway, lads, off you shall fuck. Who wrote? Oh, fuck <laughs> off. That is fucking hilarious. Oh. So they've snuck up and had the long handle shit <laughs> shovel and they've caught his shit and took it away. And he didn't know and thought he didn't shit. That is fucking one of the That's best gonna be things. That's going to be hard to beat. That is <laughs> definitely today. in the fucking lead. By and, far. Oh, that is so fucking funny, man, eh? Like, imagine <laughs> watching that poor cunt. Imagine instigating that. Especially you two, because, where you two been? Oh, we just went to hide fucking old mate. Especially shit. because you've felt it come out of your freckle. Yeah, like yeah. as in, it's not like a phantom where you had a bit of a fart and like, oh, 
that might have been a bit of shrapnel. If he's proper laid a turd and then wiped his door and turned around and there's no shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would spin you the fuck out, wouldn't it? Oh, wow. Oh, man, that is so fucking funny, bro. I want to know, know the landscape they were at. Like on, it must have been a bushy sl- area. Or sand, like, you know, leaves and sticks. And they must have had to have been silent too, the boys. Like, as in, yeah, yeah. reached in, How would bomb, you not caught laugh? the turd. I don't know. <laughs> Catching someone's shit. Mate, that is, that is this the, that's the blo- dumbest bloke's shit ever, eh? Like, as in, we find that hilarious. That is so good, like, unreal. Imagine telling a chick that. They wouldn't find it nearly as funny as we would. Like I reckon they would. I reckon it'd be more like different people in different countries. I don't know. Like, I reckon if we, me and you got told that with our missus, we'd be just pissing ourselves and they'd just be like, that's gross. Like, I reckon they'd laugh a bit, but not like us. Like, we reckon that's gold. Yeah, yeah. You know, catching oh, a bloke's turd, like, I think, and, and them not knowing, like, <laughs> oh, man, that is, I just reckon that's just one of the best I've heard. Yeah. It's so fucking funny, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> just getting the job done. That's the most impressive part. Like, you would have been thinking the whole time, yeah, we're going to get caught here, we'll spin around and be like, get out of it, Yeah, you cunt. yeah, yeah. But the confused poor cunt trying to find his shit, and then just sitting there with head noise going, I swear I just shit. I wonder if they had, like, the, um, the main spot you go for one. Man, yeah, they must have, eh? Like, they might have been sat there waiting yeah, for him. Yeah, you're not going to just... Shovel out, court shit, in. You're sitting around the fire and old mate goes off to do his business and then you're not going to quickly get up and race around the back and follow him in. Mate, I've just got that image in my head, eh? Oh. Of some bloke squatting there and the two boys snickering while they've got the long <laughs> shovel out, catching the turd. Oh, man. That's great. Yeah, it has to be the best call of the year to beat that for me. Tommy, Cam. T-Roy here from Dad Kissing Country. Want to say, love your podcast. I've nearly driven off the road that many times in fucking laughter. <laughs> you need to put out a PSA saying you'll fucking drive yourselves off the fucking road. That's how fucking good we are. <laughs> now, I just want to get some shit off my chest regarding car drivers. I'm a truck driver for a living, and it gives me the fucking shits when you cars always have a go at us for fucking crashing our trucks, taking up too much room. It's because we're trying to avoid you cunts from fucking cutting us off, cutting underneath us, and fucking getting in our way, doing our job. We have out here doing a job to supply the fucking stores of all products that you cunts fucking buy. So give us some fucking space. But anyway, lads, keep up the good work. I'm up to episode, I think, 82. I've been fucking binge listening for fucking three weeks and still haven't caught up yet, cunts. Keep it up. Cheers, Cheers, mate. First of all, thanks, mate. Appreciate your support. Second of all, shout out to the truckies. Without trucks, Australia stops. But third of all, some of you are fuckheads. Yeah. Some car drivers are fuckheads. All cyclists are fuckheads. <laughs> you know, there's fuckheads in each thing. Like, I've had run-ins with fuckhead truck drivers, but there's just as many car drivers, you know. I think you can't fucking paint every cunt with the same brush when it comes to that sort of thing, you know. Oh, definitely not. You know, they're just, there's fuckheads. Unfortunately, there's fuckheads everywhere. Yeah, unfortunately, 80% of people on the road are fuckheads. Yeah, it seems like that, eh? Who knows? I and I, I, I'm <laughs> definitely saying I'm a fuckhead on the road. <laughs> yeah. I cut off someone the other day. <laughs> Didn't even see him, didn't look, didn't even indicate. Just changed lanes in me freak moment. Yeah, right. 
You're a fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be a fuckhead because you go too slow. I'll just do the speed limit. I sit, I sit just over and put me fucking, um, put me speedo on. Yep, that can shit me too four times. Can it? Well, fucking. Because I'm doing 98 and you're doing 100. And you're now. What is it? If you're if you're no, doing, I'm not. I'm doing a. I no, do no, 105. If you do, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do 105 and 100 zone. If someone's just doing the speed limit 100, what? And you're following them. Would it be five k's less? No, it'd be the same. It would be the same. If you're staying the same distance away from them, it would yeah, be the same. Yeah. But it's weird. Like some people's speedos are of three or four clicks out normally. Like. That's right, different tyres. Yeah. You sort of need to – I think you can check with the, the apps on your phone, the GPS, so it's always Satellite. good to check what your car speedo actually does. Yeah, I do that with the truck because I'm like – Man, I've, I've been I'm done – I'm doing to, 60 and it's um, saying I'm doing 55. I used to float out to work and then got done doing like 120 in on the beef road and I thought if I do that three or four more times, my licence is done. And so from then that point on, I just went 105 fucking bumps. You know, cruise control. I think you normally get away with about 5K, don't you? Yeah. I don't know. You're the guru with speeding fines. Yeah, I haven't had a good run. People say stay under 8Ks over, but... Mm, I'll try and do 5. Like, if it's 110... I'm pretty sure I got done for 63. What? On a um, uh, a traffic light camera in Mackay. True. Yeah. That's a bit gay, isn't it? That's right. If you're going to do something wrong, do it properly. <laughs> yeah. Probably right. not speed, though. Yeah, boys, just on the back of the loaded fucking potty, thought I'd better let you know that I'm one of them weird cunts that has to fucking shit naked. Always have. Don't know why. Have to be comfortable as I can be to shit. I've learnt to shit with my shirt on, being at work and that, but I still can't shit with my pants around my ankles. I feel restricted. <laughs> I know, it's fucking weird. I'm sure there's more out there like me, though. Had an ex-girlfriend whose little brother did the same. She fucking spun out when she found out that we both did it. Sure, there's a few more blokes out there. Let yeah. Know. Yeah, reach out nude shitting blokes. Can you type that in, Quinn, please, on Google and say pooing in the nude, like if it's called something? Yeah, don't go images. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, um, I've definitely heard of it before. Thanks for reaching out, bro. Like, that sort of shit, it's not... I just think it's fucking interesting that there's oh. people out there naked. Straight up. So straight up, naked girls on the toilet porn. Jesus. Porn up, porn up. yeah. <laughs> pooing toilet in the, naked girl, wow. Is it pooing in the nude? Would you put, like, phobia or something? Or, um... The ick. It's not a mental illness. The ick of wearing clothes when you shit. I don't know. With clothes on. Toilet phobia. Toilet phobia. So this fear is usually associated with worries and concerns about cleanliness. Nah, it's not that, is it? No, that's just being scared of going to the toilet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. geez, you, that's that's not a good one to have, is <laughs> it? Oh, I've had that in um, public toilets. Have you? Actually, oh, that's I'm... another one. There's heaps of people that won't shit in any other toilet but their own. Yeah, yeah. I'll bless any toilet with. I reckon that's um, a high percentage of girls. Mm. Oh, mate, girls will hold a shit for a week camping. Yeah, dead set, man. They can hold a shit. For like four or five days camping, and it's like, that is unhealthy. Go and blow your back out. Every bloke's fucking having a joke about when they're going, oh, I'm going to blow my back out. The women don't leave camp for five days, and you're like, what's going on? You're going to fucking die soon. <laughs> you would die. Yeah. 
Anyway, thanks for reaching out there, bruh. I'm sure there's plenty more. Yeah, reach out if you're a fucking nude pooer. <laughs> I want to know what the go is. <laughs> ah, boys, how the fuck are you? The local listener here, mate, having a bleeding head noise one laugh at a time. Nice. That's the only way to do it. So just quick call up, boys, the big dick bandit here. I uh, <laughs> wanted to let you know on all the little sayings and funny jokes you fucking got and I thought, yeah, we've heard that. We've heard this one. I heard one the other day. It was from the old fucking man. No, I've never heard it. You might have heard it. And if you haven't, you're going to laugh. And if you have, you're going to laugh again. Either way, I fucking lost it laughing. I was carrying a fucking fridge. I'm, mate, I'm not built like a brick shit out, so I'm a bit of a fucking tweak. So I'm carrying this fridge. The old man looks at me and he goes, you fucking noodle arm quiet boy. You're not even going to get that off the fucking truck. I shit you not, the thing tilted back at me and I just let it go. I just let the camp go and then it hit the ground. So I ended up having to spend another two going on a fridge for that. So anyway, boys, I'll try and call up again, tell you another fort story, but that's it for today. Noodle arm choir boy. I don't think I've heard that. Noodle arm choir boy, no, me neither. Nice. Drop the fridge. Fucking hell. <laughs> Old boy would have been off it. <laughs> Final four. Final four, right. Tommy. Yeah, kind of the carton killer here from Adelaide. <laughs> now, I've got a little story for you. Heard on the podcast a while ago something about animals topping themselves. Now, I've got a good story for you. So, my dad was telling me he had this mate, right, and he, he had, had this pet rat. It was his favourite fucking rat. He used to take this cunt to the pub every fucking weekend, right? And one time he, uh, he thought, oh, you know, I'm going to go away. So, uh, going away, got my dad to look after his pet rat. You know, dad would go around there every couple of days or so, make sure he's all good. And, uh, yeah, fucking turned out that this rat had uh, topped itself, committed suicide because uh, couldn't get his fix of alcohol because what this bloke used to do is when he'd go to the pub, he'd give the rat a shot, the rat would drink out of it and fucking, yeah. Anyway, boys... That's the uh, the fucking yarn. I'm gonna have a good one. Get on the bed of the ears, love the potty. That's oh, wild. He left out the best part. I wanted to know how the rat did it. Like, or how yeah. do you know that the rat committed suicide? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because how would you prove that it committed suicide? Like, one had heart failure or from liver, liver failure. failure from the fucking shot. <laughs> and you know you have to keep feeding alcoholics. Like, if you get them off um, the piss, mm. they, they just drop it cold turkey. You get mm. the um. Was it you get the shakes and all that stuff? Get you back, can die. Get back to us with the rat yarn, because I actually I'm interested to know how how you knew it killed itself. Because like if it's in an enclosure and it's just dead, well, yeah, that's a pretty wild um, pet choice. <laughs> that it? is a rat and taking it to the pub in public. Oh, imagine seeing a bloke with a rat at the pub. She <laughs> <laughs> was here drinking taking, a shot. He'd be taking all the women home. Drinking a shot. Imagine walking past and there's a rat drinking a shot at the bar. You'd near go thud. There's Barry and his rat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shout out to the rat. That would be funny though. I watching a rat get blind on the bar. I want to know what pub he used to sit in. Me too. And I whereabouts? Know, I want to hear a bit more about the rat. Mm. See if it's a real thing. And any other weird animal you take to the pub. Yeah, what's the weirdest animal like, you've seen in that a pub? A rat would be a pretty weird. Like, if you say a snake. Like Gary a the goat was probably the weirdest animal I've seen in a pub. He was there, obviously, to do the comedy, like yeah. the live show or whatever. Don't say snake to us because everyone, like yeah, some yeah. weirdo, always rocks up with a snake. Yeah. 
I reckon like birds and that would have been taken in there. Oh, yeah. You know, birds sitting on the shoulder. I was down in Agnes um, on the past weekend. was chick walking two dogs and had a parrot on each shoulder. Yeah, she's uh, she, she gets around the, a bit. She's down at the markets a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hey, boys, Tommy, Cam, Quinn, the Yorkshire pudding here. Just want to talk about an old guy I used to work with 25 years ago. Uh, yeah, proper old school machine operator. Didn't say a lot, but uh, what he did say, you did listen. Proper old guy. Old roll-up, just flicking off his lip all day long. Anyway, he used to say, yeah, we're breeding a nation of fucking idiots. Anyway, this was 25 years ago. And you know what? We've only gone and fucking done it. Yeah, well... People with no work ethics, they're all at home, breeding, pushing out all these kids now, and they're growing up with no work ethics themselves. That next generation, that's come through now. And they're just mooching about, not doing anything, no work ethics, no intention of getting off their asses and doing stuff. And that's what we're living with now. So yeah, thought I'd just share that one with you. Say how to yourselves, boys. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think it's just entitled is a good word for it. Like the younger generation are just entitled and feel like they just deserve to get everything straight away. I don't even think it's the younger generation. There's fucking heaps of lazy people that just don't want to work. But I just mean like I don't know. I. Yeah, I, I reckon, for an example, like, I don't know about just buying your kid a brand new fucking car for their first car, like brand spanker, 50 grand's worth of car for your first car at Red Peas. Oh, definitely not. Like, even if I have the money to do that, I won't be doing that. It'll be a thing where it's like, I think it should be at least contribute a bit towards your first car or have something to do with it as part ownership with it. It's not going to be something – you don't want your kid driving around in a fucking suicide bomb. No. Like, but I think you, it's one of those things you learn to get good things as you do good things. Like, you know, yeah. I just think getting given shit like that straight away and not having to earn them and stuff just doesn't set kids up to think they need to do that when they, they're a bit older, you know. Like they think they should just get a good job straight away. And yeah. it's like, nah, I can't. That's not how it works. you got to fucking – sometimes do the shit to get the good stuff. But I feel like people aren't having to do the shit nowadays more and more. And that's the worst thing. Um, people are getting more from the dull than they are going to work an actual job. Yeah. So that, and is... that doesn't give you any drive. Mm. They need to change that system around, hand out the food stamps and go work for it. And just you should have to prove that you are trying to find work. Yeah, like, there's a one about that mental health thing the other day, and I, I don't know how much to go into it, but they say you pretty much start getting money for like anxiety and stuff like that. Fucking hell, I'd be Cause rich because you because you, you like can't rock up to work and stuff like that. Oh. So I'm like, where do you draw the line yeah. with with that sort of shit? See, that's the hardest part too, isn't it? Is that like we're big on like you know promoting men's mental stuff. health and promoting that, but so many people take the piss out of mental health too, which is fucked. Because it means the people who actually suffer it 
are hesitant on saying they've got anything because they don't want to be fucking grouped in with this mob that are just taking the piss out of it. Yeah, and there it is, does happen. And there is people out there that probably can't leave the house to that. Oh, for sure. That traumatic. But that's the people who are saying that they can't when they fucking can. That's the worst part. It takes away from the people who actually do suffer from that, you know? Yeah. And that, But that's the hardest thing. Who can you just call out? No one's afraid. Like, you can't just go, oh, you don't have that because fucking you can't see mental health. No. So that's, what, that's the worst thing. Don't ever take the piss out of that because there's some poor cunt who's fucking sitting there who's actually struggling with it. And then there's a lot of people that are just taking the piss. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's a fucking hard one, man. I don't really have... I don't think there's an answer for it. Just be yourself. If you are struggling with mental health, fucking reach out about it. There is help out there for you. If you're someone who's t- fucking taking the piss out of mental health, you're a fuckhead. That's pretty much the... I don't know, just a bit for me. We ain't paying for people to sit on the couch. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that's right. Sitting on the couch. Sitting on the couch talking shit. Talking shit. That's what we're good at. I don't know what I mean. Tommy, curb your mad rooters. Fez the free-range guinea pigman from down south. <laughs> Got a bit of a yarn for you today. Bit of a carry-on, bit of a play-on. Need your input. Righto, when I'm not farming stud pigs out the sticks, I like to do a bit of discoing. So I'm over in South Australia on a footy trip with the boys. We're lining up for this nightclub. We're about four from the front. I'm with me brother-in-law, Corey. Fucking shout out to you. Calls a spade a spade. He's a good cunt. <laughs> so four or five hot shearers come swanning on over and pushing in front of us. Now, we all know the etiquette, boys. Hot shearers get preference. We don't really agree with it. But there's your play on. No drama. They get let in. We're two from the front. Next shearer fucking squeezes on in in front of us. No drama. Here's the fucking carry-on. She waves her big string bean boyfriend over and he pushes in. Oh. Look at me, brother-in-law. He's not fucking having it. Taps his Sheila on the shoulder. She spins around. Have you got a problem? He looks her up and down and says, yeah, i got a problem. I've seen better heads on dicks. So how about you and your boyfriend fuck off to the back of the line? <laughs> Old string bean lets out a bit of a chuckle. He likes the one-liner. She spins around, gives him daggers, nearly cuts the poor cunt in half. Guarantee you that poor bastard wasn't getting a root that night. Anyway, in response to that, he fucking lets out the, you can't speak to her like that, looks over at me. I've got fucking veins cranking out me neck like fucking Super Saiyan Goku, about to go on a fucking yabby pumping expedition on this cunt. <laughs> anyway, bouncer diffuses the situation, opens up the tape, fucking lets us all in. Job done, yarn over. What I want to know, boys, is what you think about it. I think if you're a hot chick, fucking good on you, you get let in. If you're a fucking shield that tries to sneak a bloke in, you can fuck off, get to the back of the lawn like every other poor cunt. Righto, brothers, fucking on yous, stay out of yourselves. That's just nightclub etiquette, it's how it works. I feel like when it's in a bloke cock fest environment, I can see how that works. Hot chicks get let in, so at least there's a, a, ratio. a, good, a good ratio there. Yep. But in saying that, the, the, I'm fucking nowadays Get me the fuck in there And fuck off If you want to get in front of me Like that's just what Just me personally I'm I'm married Don't give a fuck about them Whatever I'm there to have a good time Dance and drink piss So if any cunt pushes in front of me I'm going get the fuck out Oh yeah That's just me personally now But I can see why it happens you got to keep the ratio there For everyone involved If I Yeah but Yeah You don't want to get in there anyway And just see Fucking That many blokes you're like, there's 20 women standing in the line out there. No, nah, but I mean, if there's a, if you're in a situation 
where you're in a big city or a place where there's just as many chicks as blokes. Oh, that's right. Fuck off and line up. I can understand Gladstone here when we were 18 where it was just fucking nearly eight to one, I reckon, blokes to chicks. So for sure send the chicks in. But in a 50-50 setup, fuck off. Go and line up and it'll be the same in there. Because Melbourne and stuff like that, Unless you're with a chick, you will not get in. That's a fu- like that sort of situation just boils my piss. eh? yeah, blokes just having the be like, no. Well, you can't, if you go in for a bucks party, you're fucked. Unless you're going with a, like two blokes and you find some chicks walking in and go, can we please like huddle up with you? Yeah, that pisses me right off. eh? when someone can just look at you and go, no, nah, you're not coming in. You're like, why? And they're like, nah. You just feel like saying, fuck you, can't. Or that's just shit. But anyway, yeah, like I can see why it happens, but like I said. At this point in my life, I can fuck off, line up. <laughs> yeah. Last yeah. one. On your first. Last one. Good yarn from Fez there. G'day, boys. I'll uh, Mick the sea captain from the sunny coast. But um, I've got a uh, bit of a story for you. So a bloke I was working with today, he's recently become single and... Um, only just found out about um, some, some massage parlours. Now, keep this as PG-rated as possible, but this is probably one of the funniest stories I've heard where that's concerned. He went in, got his massage, and when it came to having the um, ending done, uh, he said it took ages, took a while. He ended up having to slip him another 20 for another 10 minutes. <laughs> when it came to time to finishing... He'd finished, but it had taken that long and that much pressure build up that he shot himself in the face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I think it's so good. I don't know why you would tell your mates that. Is that something you would tell your mates or, or not? Get back to me, boys. Have a good one. Touch yourself. I, I think, fucking would. I think that's a bit of a joke. On there, I tell everyone here if th- that has happened. I think that's a bit of a joke on their behalf, isn't it? Like they should be, they should have to control where the load's pointed, shouldn't they? I've oh. never, I've never had one, but like, surely that's that's their thing. I'd be offered if I was shot in my own face, I'd be like, oh, that's your, that's your thing down there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the setup's like. I'd say, just, yeah. just, just imagine what experience. it'd be like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> haven't shot yourself in the face? Nah. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, you did talk about, yeah, just your own relationships. Mm. You've never shot yourself in the face, have you? No, I haven't. You've pulled yourself a few times. <coughs> I've pulled myself a few times, never got myself in the face. But I did say it, would tell you it's all there if, if it happened. Oh, d- oh, we've shared enough shit now where I think we don't even have a private life anymore, <laughs> do we? <laughs> But yeah, I reckon you should tell your mates going mate, off the back of fucking oath. I reckon once you're past that, like you get to that point like through high school where those embarrassing things happen and you're like, oh, you're so reserved about it. As soon, I reckon, as you get to that point where you're like, boy, my, my fuck-ups can be someone else's fucking brightening up their day a little bit and we all just have a fucking laugh together. Yeah. Laugh with some cunt. Who gives a fuck? You like, look more you- weird going, oh, do you hear that fucking old mate? Talking yeah. about that or doing that. Yeah, no, I didn't, man. I didn't blow on my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I reckon those are the things that you share with your mates and tell them, go, have a fucking go at this or carry on. That's right. It might make someone's day. Yeah, exactly. That's what this is all about. You know, everyone ringing up with their not, fuck-ups and shit. Yeah, if they're not the right mates, 
You'll figure that out pretty quick too. Yeah, exactly. Fucking oath. <coughs> so that was the last one, was it? Yep. Catching the shit's the winner for oh, me, but that yeah. surely. Yep. That was that's because Fez, Fez already won, but yeah, I did yeah. like his. No, chat that too. was it. That was a good one. That was a great conversation starter. There was a few other good ones too. Uh, stakes are too high. Was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was funny um, early on. I reckon just shout out to that bloke who called up becoming a dad for the first Actually, time. Actually, yeah, that was fucking awesome, that call. As Good well. on you, brother. I hope everything's going well for you with your new family. I don't know. If, did he say it was his first kid? Yeah, I think a father oh, for the first time. Good on first you, time, mate. Yeah. Congratulations. I hope everything's going awesome for you. That was a great call. But the phantom poo. Oh, mate, <laughs> phantom poo was – that was golden. I, I feel like I want to try and do that now. <laughs> 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 I want to try and get off the done back. with the boys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking awesome. You would need one of those snow shovels or something like that. Something a bit light with a long handle. Mm. The postal shovel. That's the go. Got the thin blade. Catch the turd. Whipped it out. If you're camping with me, mate, you're going to need a bucket on a rope. You'd hear it splat against yeah, the steel. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, well done. Righto. So that's uh, we'll get on to you, legend. About fucking your yeah, better beer pack. You've won the better beer pack and uh, and the carry on cap. So, congratulations. Heaps of people have been fucking pestering us flat out about these caps if you can buy them. At the moment, you can't buy them, you can only win them. If we do bring them out, we might do something similar with the colours and the Legionnaire style, but with the number plate and the fucking Alpha of the Week on it, like these are going to be the limited edition only win them sort of things. But we might be looking at something later on for you. So as we always say, keep your fucking A game and you might end up with one. Yeah, that's right. Fucking stay Bring out of each other. Bring your A game, I should say. Stay out of each other too. Clean out of each other. <laughs> fucking right out of each other. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory. But boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.